Hello everyone, it's Phil Friend here and welcome to the latest edition of Gear, Gadgets and Gizmos, the show where we talk to disabled people about the things they use to overcome the barriers or difficulties that their disabilities throw at them. And today I'm delighted to welcome to the studio, well it's not really a studio is it listener, um, Simone Ilga. Now Simone is going to tell us a bit about herself so I don't need to introduce her she's going to do that herself so you're very welcome Simone how are you? Hi Phil I'm fine thank you very much yes I'm quite enjoying the Covid lockdown experience if I'm honest I think some of us disabled people find it a lot easier than going out and about trying to do our usual things in some ways. You're I think you're absolutely right I, I agree with you. I've I found it to be a blessing in disguise in all sorts of ways. So um, I suppose the first thing we need to do, um, Simone, is just to help the listener understand what the difficulties are that you, you face and, and why you face them. So give us a little bit about your disability and stuff. So first of all, I think the main thing is that I'm getting old. <laughs> I know that's not a disability, <laughs> yes. but um, definitely I can, I, I feel far more kind of um, affected by my age now and the aches and pains that afflict me so I'm how old am I see I can't even remember my age that's the that's the thing <laughs> uh, I'm 50 59 um, but my disability is that I I'm impaired as a result of the drug thalidomide which my mum took when she was pregnant right. with me and it affected me in my arms and in my legs so my legs my femurs or my thigh bones are shortened by about 20 centimetres. Um, so I'm only four foot eight tall, but both my little right. sisters are about five foot nine tall. So I've definitely, you know, it's a good job I come from tall stock because I might even be shorter if if I hadn't. Um, my hip joints, uh, I haven't really got hip joints and um, specialists are quite impressed that, at the fact I can walk at all because my femurs are just basically hinged onto the side of my pelvis and much higher up than they should be. So I haven't got a ball and socket joint, which means that everything that I do in terms of walking and moving is, is ligaments and muscles. Um, right. But that, you know, um, I'd say my mobility is limited and I find walking really hard work. It's like the same mm -hmm. as anyone else going out for a jog. That's what walking is like for me. Um, mm -hmm. My arms are shortened to elbow length and I've got three fingers on each hand. I don't know what it's like to have a thumb, but they look very useful to me. And I certainly know those things that I find difficult because I haven't got a thumb. So turning doorknobs or, you know, dexterity issues. But because I've lived all my life with my impairment, I think I'm fairly good. You know, people go, oh, you're writing so good or, oh, how oh, you know, be careful with that knife. And I go, oh, don't you worry. I can't afford to chop off any more fingers. Um, but the other thing that happened to me was I was in quite a bad car crash in 2002, a head-on car crash, driving on the wrong side of the road in France, which wasn't very clever, and ended up with a broken ankle. Um, and that didn't, the, the healing wasn't straightforward. And I ended up having my ankle fused. So quite infuriatingly, my mobility was affected even further as a result of that fusion um mm -hmm. and one of my ankles it just basically feels like i've got uh you know a, a, a not i wouldn't say fractured ankle but you know it feels as though i've wrenched my ankle 
and some days by the end of the day it's big and fat and very painful yes so so, so the challenges you face then aside from the more recent one of the pain in your your ankle and so on is reduced mobility and issues of manual dexterity using your three fingers to do what all of us would be using yeah. five fingers for and and also um, reach. And as you say because if you've got short arm reach, and yes. you're short all of a sudden you've got very limited reach so um yes you know i love having tall people around me to do all my reaching I, as a wheelchair user i kind of have sympathy with yeah. that trying to get to things is difficult yeah. okay so now you, you you're a, you're an expert i mean you've been at this forever and i've spoken to you for a while now and one of the things that comes off you is um the kind of optimistic there is a solution to my problem type person rather than somebody who's saying, oh what's the point you're not one of those no i like i like finding ways around things and um you know it's a bit of a challenge i like a bit of a challenge and i don't like to be defeated so you know i will find a way around it and there's only you know a couple of times in my life where i thought nope this isn't for me. I'm giving up now. And one of those was water skiing. And I don't think I'm missing out. <laughs> no, no, not a not a, a not a, an activity that we all do every day. That's for sure. Okay. So as you know, Simone, what we do on the show is we look at three things that people use. So which one do you want to start with? Well, why don't we start with the you know fairly everyday mundane thing, which is um, using leg warmers for gloves. Ah, now what is the reason for this? Seems obvious, but why leg warmers for gloves? Yeah, so, you know, in the winter, we all get cold hands. um, And those of us who use a wheelchair, which I do for a lot of the time when I'm out of the house, our hands get even colder Mm -hmm. because we're not even walking to build up heat. Um, And my hands are strangely shaped. I've only got three fingers on each hand. So finding a glove to fit my hand is quite difficult. I usually go for mittens. And then the difficulty you've got is when you want to use your hands is getting those gloves off and then getting them back on again. So I have to admit, this wasn't my own discovery. It was shown to me by um, a Swedish thalidomider. And we were going around the city. I think it was Stockholm and my hands were freezing. And she said, oh, let me lend you my gloves. And she got these leg warmers out of her bag. And I think they were like fluorescent green. They were quite bright. And you simply (laughs) fold them in half and then you push them over your hand and almost, you know, right up your wrist and into your sleeve. And when you want to keep your hand warm, you just pull the tube, if you like, the tube of leg warmer down over your hands and you're still able to use your hands to control your electric wheelchair. And when you want to do something like use your mobile phone or you know, pay for some something in a shop you simply push the leg warmer back up your up your arm and into your sleeve and your hand is completely free and the, the even better thing about this is that you know what if you have your sleeve shortened as a thalidomider you're left with no cuff often so the wind still whistles up into your arm and you're mm. freezing cold but the leg warmers kind of act like a bit of a, a plug you know or a cork so they they i I just think this this is so brilliant. Why have we never – I use a wheelchair like you do, and I've got powered wheelchair, so I have a joystick. And in the winter, 
If I wear gloves, thick gloves, it's more difficult to operate that. You can't operate your camera on your phone if you've got thick gloves on. This this is just brilliant. I'm going to have to do this myself. And I've got proper fingers. You know, I don't have problems with gloves generally. But for me, it's that all on and off thing. It's just oh, it's in an just, instant. It's and it's something great... that I can do. I can't, you know, some other things I might really struggle with. And I definitely would not be able to put a glove on or take it off. Well, I can take it off probably without help from another person yes but, uh, so this is uh, and also they're replaceable if i got somebody to make me a pair of three-fingered gloves and i lost one i probably would be devastated that i'd lost you know a glove worth 30 pound or something whereas leg warmers mm. you can buy really very cheap ones or you know if you if you want to you can go for expensive cashmere ones I, I don't myself and you could have you could have a range couldn't you simone to go with your outfits i mean you could have multiple well, leg warmers you could, to, but to match stuff. I'm not one of those people. I just tend to go for <laughs> oh, black okay. because they don't show the dirt and they go with everything. So right, that, that's, that's just practical. me. But, you know. All right. No, no, no. I I was being fanciful, yeah. really. Okay. So item number one is leg warmers used as gloves. Yeah. Just so brilliant. I love it. Now, what's number two? So number two, we're ramping it up a bit here. And um, over the last nine years, I've lost a lot of weight I lost about four stone and as part of that weight loss journey I tried to increase the amount of activity I was getting and moving more which you know yeah. moving more equals burning calories equals being able to eat a bit more than you would if you were trying to lose weight um, but because of my ankle injury and because of my the whole way that I walk and my gait, I'm not very stable. I'm a bit, you know, wobbly. Um, mm -hmm. Anything that's sort of weight bearing is impossible. I've tried using a, a regular treadmill, but I just end up with really bad pain in my lower back. And also because my arms are short, I don't feel very safe. Like if I stumbled, I can't just grab hold of the um, handlebars no. on the side I can't even reach the controls and change the controls when I'm on a treadmill. So it's quite a terrifying experience. So you can tell from mm -hmm. that, I have tried the conventional treadmill, but this is something called an alter G treadmill and it's a gravity. It's an anti-gravity treadmill. So straight away, everyone's like, Whoa, what's that? You know? Um, and it's quite hard to describe, but it's basically a treadmill with a big, air chamber built into it up to about waist level and you put on a pair of rubber shorts with a zip around the top so these are quite tight fitting shorts I think they're kind of like a wetsuit type of material mm -hmm. um mm -hmm. and you you the 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 um air chamber collapses down to ground level so you don't have to climb up and into it you can step into right. it it's still quite yeah you know it's still quite difficult um it's not something i could do without help from another person you step into the air chamber you pull the air chamber up around your waist so it's the same level as the top of your shorts and you zip mm -hmm. yourself into the air chamber and then the fantastic thing about this machine is you can fill the air chamber up with air to take a percentage of your body weight and you can make that percentage as large or as small as you want to so Typically for me, when I started using it, I was running at about 77% of my body weight. And 
as soon as that air goes into the machine, all my aches and pains in my hips and back just vanish, which is amazing. A bit like when you get into a swimming pool, I think. Yeah, I was going to say a swimming pool. Yeah, very similar. When you get out of the pool, how heavy you feel and how difficult it is (laughs) to move. Yes. So I started off just walking on this treadmill and, you know, quite, quite gracefully just marching along. And then I, I sort of racked it up and um, started to do, you know, walking interspersed with running. And it's just an amazing feeling because all of a sudden I'm able to run, whereas, you know, without the, without the treadmill, I can't run. I can't run. I, would, I just can't run. I can't run without pain and without the risk of falling over and, you know, without looking stupid because I'd have to run in the street. So how often do you use this? Do you I, use this every I week, every day? I haven't used it day? for a while, I have to admit. I was using it about once a week or once a fortnight. And um, and how far would you expect to go, say, each session that you oh, did? Well, I, I use it for a half an hour. I can't okay. actually remember yeah, how yeah. far I run, but, you know, I'm running and walking for like three-minute intervals during that time. Right. And um, the other thing to say about them is you won't find them in a regular gym. Um, I found mine a local circle um, hospital, which is a private hospital, and they've got a really good rehabilitation centre. Um, and they do a lot of work around pain and sports injuries and rehabilitating people that are either injured or have been operated on. Um, and I'd seen one of these at a show I went to um, with one of your past guests, actually, Sue Kent. And I had to have a go on it at the show. Um, <laughs> I just took off my shoes. So I ran in, in it with bare feet. And I, I, I was like, this is wonderful, as I was running along. And all these various occupational therapists and that's gathered. And they were all asking me questions like, what does it feel like? And I was going, oh, it's great. I was doing a really good advert for them. And I was going, I'm not going to get off. And I think the people that owned the treadmill were like a bit worried that, you know, I wasn't going to get off, but I did eventually. Um, And then I thought, I just want to, I want to use one of these. And the Alter G website gives details of where you can use these machines around the country. And um, a physiotherapist I visit locally made me aware that there was one at the Circle Clinic, which is literally probably a 10 minute drive from my home so i was right so you don't have it yourself no. you go and use one at the local they are gym really yeah. really expensive bits I of bet kit they are. and I not only that you've got you. to have them specially wired into your house you wouldn't be able to have it i mean they, they take up a lot of space as well but um when i was using it the price may well have changed now i was getting 10 sessions t- 10 30 minute sessions for 135 pound which sounds really expensive but that is 13 pound 50 per session and i i think the thing i really liked about it was i was able to put my legs through a greater range than i could just walking or moving about normally and definitely it was benefiting me in terms of my walking ability and just moving and stamina you know being able to do things walk for longer and yes. yeah so. i mean what's what's 
fascinating. I mean, if for no other reason than pain relief, just getting in it for half an hour to feel no pain, or at least a pain going on, would be worth it, wouldn't it? If if because you're absolutely right about swimming. I mean, I I don't swim now, but I certainly used to. And the minute you got in the pool, you were a different person. You know, it was a it was a totally different experience. Okay, so what we need, we'll obviously put links up for our listeners to do their own research around this. It sounds fabulous. So what's the third thing then, Simone, the third gadget um, or thing that you use? The third thing was a fairly recent discovery. Um, and, you know, I'm sure that a lot of us, not just disabled people, have found ourselves sat in front of our computers far more during the COVID restrictions, um, doing yes. Zoom call after Zoom call. and the office chair that I sit in when I'm in front of my computer was one that I bought secondhand. It looks looked perfectly nice. It didn't have any holes in it, you know, on casters. Um, and one day somebody walked into the office and said, that chair really looks, it doesn't look comfortable for you at all. And so for the first time ever, I sort of looked at this chair and I thought, actually, you know, really it isn't comfortable. Um, it's a big, heavy chair. It's got hardly any padding on the seat. Um, you know, maybe, I wonder if they make bespoke office chairs to suit people like myself who are a bit of an odd shape. So I went online and did a bit of research and I discovered that this thing did exist. Um, so I went to a company called Online Ergonomics and they don't just do seating. They do things like desks that move up and down and right. uh, footrests and stands for your laptop etc but they make various um bespoke office chairs and you basically take several measurements yourself and it's quite a lot of them so it's like you know knee to floor and shoulder tip to shoulder tip and length of back mm -hmm. and width of hips and um you can choose your color you can you know i think i've chose a memory foam seat pad and after several weeks this chair turned up and I'd chosen the same color as the office chair I had already, which was a nice bright blue. And when it was unpackaged, I looked at it. And I thought, Oh my God, that looks tiny. You know, it was tiny. It was tiny. You know, the, the width of the seat was half, but I didn't need all this extra no, seat no. for me. I'm not a huge person anymore. I was once. Um, <laughs> and for the first time in my life, I'm able to sit at the computer and have my back supported, whereas normally I'd be sat on the edge of a chair, which isn't the part that's designed to take the majority of the weight anyway. And I could never lean back into the chair and be comfortable. I couldn't pull my chair right up to one side because my, my desk is curved, so I've got my mouse on one side. You know, yeah. I, the chair stops me from getting my previous chair stopped me from getting as close to my mouse as I'd have liked. Um, it's, it's just, I've just been quite shocked at how, what a difference that's made to how comfortable my seat is in front of the computer. This is a really, really fascinating, fascinating and important issue, isn't it? Because if you go into most offices and you look at the chairs, there'll be six foot John sat on one of them and there'll be five foot three Anna sitting on another one and they're exactly mm. the same chairs. These two are hugely different in size and so on. So the idea of having a chair designed now specifically with a disability in mind, that makes it even more important. Have you found as a result of this 
that you're able to work longer, you have less pain, discomfort, that kind of thing? Because I'm guessing you're doing all sorts of different movements to to maximize the limits you've got. So if you've got four shortened arms, you're leaning forward a lot more, that yeah. kind of thing. Have you noticed it's really helped I've you? noticed it's really helped me, but I am not I, I try not to sit for hours on end in front of the computer. Yeah, I try yeah. to sort of mix up what I'm doing with moving out and doing a bit of lunch prep or a bit of dinner prep or, you know, walk around the garden or a cup of coffee because just the act of getting out of my seat and taking a few steps, I know really does help me with pain. So yes. yeah, no, it definitely has helped with pain. I mean, mainly that just having the cushioning under my derriere is, you know, yes. feels yes. like a yeah, it feels absolutely. like a luxury seat instead of, you know, really I could have sat on a wooden crate before. That's how uncomfortable it was. <laughs> but without me realizing it, it was just, you know, it was doing the job. Um it's so obvious, but we don't think of it, do we? It's ergonomically designed chairs make so much sense. I'll just add that they also make the company also make office chairs that can be electrically controlled. So if you were an electric wheelchair user, you could, in effect, have a, a, a you know joystick controlled office chair. Yes. For use just in the office. Yes. So you could, if you wanted to, have a break from your wheelchair. So just get in your wheelchair when you go out, yeah. for example. Yeah, that that makes perfect sense. Um, I'm guessing that this wasn't cheap. No, it wasn't cheap. I paid about six hundred and eighty-nine pounds, which is a, oh, less, is a huge I know amount. That's but a lot. But office chairs. I sounded less than I yeah. thought you were going to tell I me. I think office chairs. Yeah. You know, generally, if you buy a decent one, they can they can be that price. And this one was, you know, made for me. It's yes. Exactly now, I, I suspect that for some of our listeners, particularly those working. Um, this might be something they could look at under access to work or something if they needed a grant to help yeah. pay for it. That may I don't be a, see, a route. I don't see why not. It is a lot of money, but if I if I even that out over the next however long it's going to last, maybe 10 years, you know, it really is a small price to pay for comfort. Well, and you're using it every single yeah. day. You know, it's when you put it like that, it's not expensive at all. But I think if you're employed then you might ask your employer to provide yeah. it because after all, you you know, and now with the started the conversation mentioning COVID, you know, many of us are doing much more work from home than we ever did before. Well, that's really helpful. What we'll do, um, Simone, is we'll, you, you very kindly agreed to let me have the links to these various products. So we'll, we'll I mean, the, the good old leg warmer one, I think we just go on Amazon and have a good yeah. old look. Um, but the other links we'll put up, um, all that remains for me to do really is to say that's been brilliant. So thank you so much for sharing those with us and also giving up your time. And um, we wish you well. Just before you go, I can be a bit cheeky and just say um, I've also got a, a blog that I write around um, weight loss and activity. So oh, no, that's You might good want news. to yeah. include that. I just think there's a lot of disabled people that really struggle when it comes to finding activities that are suitable and, you know, almost give up before they've started. So I'd like to hope that my blog offers them a little insight into my life and, you know, make people re recognise that changes in lifestyle can really make a difference in many ways. Yeah. Well, you know, thinking about your chair, for example, and the machine that you use at the gym, um, if we weigh less, then that gets even easier to use doesn't yeah. it the heavier we are okay we'll post your blog details and that's a great thing to do i think we'll put your details up on the uh, website so that people can look at your blog 
um, and and um, read that too. Thank you so much, Simone, for your time. It's been a joy and a pleasure meeting you. And um, thank you very much indeed. Yeah, nice to meet you too. Bye. So there you are. Just before I go, if you'd be interested in coming on the show because you're using gadgets in a way which might be of interest to other people, please let me know. You can contact me at brinkburn at gmail.com or you can contact RIDC directly and they'll put you in touch with me. Thank you very much again for listening.